and welcome to Life with Epilepsy. I'm your host, Amanda Robar. A few weeks ago, I got asked a really difficult question. And that question was, how do you look at life in a positive way after being diagnosed with epilepsy? That's a heavy one, all right? And there is no manual for that. It is up to each individual person how they are going to choose to live their life. Every circumstance is different. The age that you developed it, did you lose something like your license? What is going through your mind? At the end of the day though, we have choices. And we have choices when we don't have epilepsy. All right? Are you going to look at the glass half empty and go, well, my life is done. I have epilepsy, I can't do anything. I'm going to quit my hockey team. I'm going to quit my baseball. I'm never going to go swimming again. Wow, that sucks. Or are you going to look at the glass half full and go, hey, I have all this information. It's amazing that it's out there. I can take this information and learn, and I can help others learn as well. Something else. Now, as I mentioned in past episodes, depression is common, but you have another choice here. Are you going to lock yourself up in your room and never come out? and become incredibly depressed? Or are you going to get out there and embrace the day? I choose option two for both of them. I'm gonna look at the glass half full. I am going to get out there and embrace the day. I refuse to let epilepsy win. When you are diagnosed with epilepsy, yeah, you need to adapt your life a little bit, all right? If you had your license taken away, then yeah, you might need to learn the bus route, learn the train, get a lift from someone if you're going to the soccer game um, and stuff like that, but it, it can't stop you from playing your soccer. Something you need to remember that's very important is to take your meds. I use a pill organizer. That way I can see if I've taken my meds or not. I also have alarms on my watch 
to remind me to take my meds. Meds are important. Now, some people choose to take their meds right out of the prescription bottle. However, the likelihood of you remembering sometimes is less. And that's not good. I'd rather see my meds and look at that sleeve and go, yes, I took my meds or no, I didn't. It's important because you don't want to have a bunch of seizures. But if you forget to take your meds, or don't remember if you have taken your meds, well, that's gonna be a bumpy road for you. So you need to find a way to remind yourself if you have taken them. Maybe it's the pill containers. Maybe you have a checkbox made up, a calendar, up to you. There are options out there. Some people only take meds in the morning. Some people take them twice a day. Some people take them four times a day. But you do need to find a routine for yourself and that will help you. Maybe you set an alarm on your phone. Some people think because they have developed epilepsy that they are a failure. That is far from the truth. You are a fighter and don't let anyone tell you otherwise. We call ourselves warriors for a reason. We get up, we face the day. All right, no one knows if they're gonna have it tomorrow. So why not live each day the best that we possibly can? That goes for people that don't have epilepsy as well. Live your life. Here are some statistics for you, some numbers. One in a hundred people have epilepsy. One in 26 people will be diagnosed with epilepsy in a year. 65 million people worldwide have epilepsy. All right. <clears throat> I'm going to read that number again for you. 65 million people around the world. So if you think you are alone, you are far from it. You just think about the other 64 million people out there fighting every single day. 
And that doesn't even go for people that are going through tests that have not gotten the diagnosis yet. Someone you know will develop epilepsy in their lifetime. <clears throat> Excuse me. It could be a friend, a family member, someone that you went to school with, but basically someone you know will develop epilepsy sometime in their life. Now, I talked about the Epilepsy Awareness Day Expo that's held in Disneyland, Anaheim, California, in other, other episodes, but they finally had their book come out. All right, this book has been in the making for at least two and a half, almost three years. And the title of the book is called After That Day, Stories of Epilepsy. I, among a ton of other people, were asked if I would do an interview and be part of this book. And I said yes. I would love to because the point of the book is to educate. It's to let you know that, you know, not all types of seizures are the same. Epilepsy comes in different forms. Infantile, infantile spasms. It comes in your teens. All right, you name it. Options that are out there. They took some beautiful photos. And I only started reading the book a few days ago, guys, but um, the people in here, I have met several times down, down while being at the expo. So um, that's why they asked us if we would be part of the book. <clears throat> And I share my experience all the time in different ways and different forms. Sometimes it's on pages on Facebook groups. That's another one. Not just other 65 million people out there worldwide with epilepsy, but you have a support system. Hopefully you have friends and family to support you, but there are also groups out there online to support you. 
I was asked if I had anything to say to people. <clears throat> well, you know, I always have something to say to people. But what I said was, there is so much out there. There are friends to meet, adventures to be had, and laughs to share. It is so true, guys. It is so true. So if you're feeling stuck or in a slump or whatever, just remember the amount of people that are out there that are fighting daily and just know that somewhere you're gonna find a friend. That friend may or may not have a have epilepsy. There are adventures to be had. It does not mean that you need to travel to Mexico or somewhere like that. An adventure can be a trip to the park and seeing the kids play. Maybe you have children of your own, okay? And having that little adventure with them, going to Toys R Us, going to the movies. Adventures don't have to be huge, but it's something that makes you happy. <clears throat> Someone else that I met, and I've seen her twice now, down in Anaheim. Amanda is her name, ironically, just like me. <clears throat> she says, I still have seizures. That is the reality of being epileptic. Sometimes, despite the seizures, I can still race. Sometimes it stops me. There have been challenges in my profession. I have had seizures in front of the Eiffel Tower, on a staircase in Rome, on an archaeological site in Greece, and at a guest house in Germany. Guys, that's huge. And something that her neurologist said to her was that her life wouldn't be ordinary. It would not be an ordinary life. And she says, that's right. My life is extraordinary. So how to look at things in a positive way? Amanda just blows my mind. Sometimes you might need a service dog and that's fine. Like you need to find what works for you. 
Are you living on your own? Are you not? Can you? And again, everyone's circumstances are different. So how to look at life in a positive way for me might be different than what it is for you. But there are ways of finding it. The book, guys, by the way, um, you can find it on Amazon. All right, it, it's called After That Day, Stories of Epilepsy. And part of the purchase goes to support the Epilepsy Awareness Day in Disneyland. And that is called Soapy's Journey. So if you see postings of Soapy's Journey for donations on Facebook, or if you choose to look up this book on Amazon, or eaddl.org, Epilepsy Awareness Day at Disneyland.org. You can find the link there as well. You also, in the book, all right, will find not just fighter, you will find, okay, here we go. Sorry, guys. Down the page. Abbreviations. So, AAC, Augmentative Alternative Communication. ADHD, Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder. ASD, Autism Spectrum Disorder. CP, all right, cerebral palsy, EEG, G-tube, IEP, you name it, it is here. Uh, TACA, the Autism Community in action they come down to the epilepsy expo every year vns vegas nerve stimulator and you will read tons and tons of stories in this book some are words from the actual people such as myself the people that suffer from epilepsy or battle i should say who battle epilepsy every day and some are written by the caregivers because maybe you can't communicate verbally 
maybe you are a little kid, maybe you're three years old, right? So they had all ages pretty much walks of life and put our journeys, put our battles into one book. And their mission is to try and get that book into every hospital, every doctor's office, and into the hands as of many people as possible. Because every story is unique, all right? Just like how I said, every circumstance is unique when someone develops epilepsy or is diagnosed with epilepsy. It's important to be mindful Those of us that have had epilepsy for years kind of know the weaves in and out, ideas about where to go or who to talk to. And then for people that are newly diagnosed, that's that curveball. But what I want to leave you with is not to give up. Look at that glass half full. Get out and embrace the day. Take the knowledge and teach others. Know that you are a strong fighter. Know that you are never alone and always think of those 64 million other people battling around the world. You are one of 65 million out there. I hope this has helped. If you would like to know something that I have not covered, please feel free, <clears throat> excuse me, feel free to leave me a voice message. This is how I did some of my research. Some people left me voice messages. Uh, and other times I asked my Facebook group people. But if you are one of the listeners and you want to know something specific, please feel free to leave a message. I would really appreciate it. All right, guys, I'm your host, Amanda Robar. Have an awesome day.